Welcome to Fortress of Faith with Tom Wallace, calling North America to repentance and revival. Well, we're back once again at the Corner of Truth and Courage. Thank you for joining us here today. Today I'm going to begin in this week. We're going to be talking about the challenges and the threats to take away our freedom of speech. And I want to make clear, if a nation, if a people, allows those who rule over them or govern them to govern them and rule over them to the point where the citizens, the people of that country, are afraid to speak freely or do not have the rights, they've already surrendered them to speak freely, or they allow intimidation groups uh, to uh, intimidate free speech, that nation, those people are in big, big trouble. This is probably one of the greatest, the most, the greatest freedom that we should fight for. Because if we lose the freedom of speech, every other freedom will be lost quickly. And it's important that any nation or any people group that finds themselves where this is being threatened ought to rally and work as hard as they can within the boundaries of the law, within the boundaries of influence, without violence, without um, intimidation and using tactics that the bullies of this world do. But they ought to uh, strive to preserve and regain, if they've lost it, their rights to speak. And I, and, and, and I want to take this week to inform you that Islam has a duty to take away the freedom of speech from everyone. They do not permit people to speak freely. Allah never, never allowed it. Muhammad never allowed it. And if you're a faithful Muslim, you're not going to allow others to have it as well. You will submit to what, what speech Allah and Islam permits. And anything outside of it will be, uh, those who do, will be destroyed. And this has been the history of Islam, and we're seeing it unfold in our world uh, today. And I'm going to be documenting some of that and covering some of these stories that you um, might have heard but really don't understand why or how certain things had happened. So I want to talk about that this week. Also, this is the beginning of... Uh, with it being Labor Day. This is the beginning of our fall fundraising uh, campaign. We do this uh, at this time of the year. And our ministry is uh, is dependent upon the support and uh, of our listeners and and your donations and your prayers. And, and, and we're so grateful for all that you, our listeners, have done. I've said this many, many times. Um you know, I'm not, you know, I, I'm not the hero here. The heroes are those who give me a microphone, who provide the finances, and some of you do it um, with great sacrifice, and, uh, and I'm so grateful for that, and I never want to take that for granted, and, but we do need to take this time to uh, call upon our listeners to uh, jump in here and to help us meet our goal. Now, we have uh, lowered our goal 
over the last uh, five years. Uh, there's been some financial uh, struggles there out there in this world, and, uh, and we tightened our belt. And we still <laughs> have kept it tight. But as you have also experienced, um, prices have gone up and, and so on there. And for some, their income has gone up there to, uh, to uh, d- deal with that. But uh, could you help us reach our goal? Uh, we've been at the 20000 goal here for a while. We're raising it to 25000 uh, for this for this term. And so uh, there's three ways that you can give. You can give safely, securely online at our website, fortressoffaith.com, fortressoffaith.com. You can give by mail, and our address is on our uh, on the uh, website, or you can call to get our address. We'll be glad to give that to you there. Or you can give simply over the phone as you call from a car. The number uh, to reach out to us is 800-616-0082. That's 800 800- 616-0082. I'm going to give that number again at the end of the broadcast if you missed it. All right, let me give you an example of uh, the intimidation and the threat uh, threatens, threatening our free speech and so on there. Recently, you heard in the news of Salman Rushdie being attacked in New York uh, State. He spoke out and revealed an embarrassing thing about Islam. Um, we, we call it the satanic verses. They're still in the Quran where Muhammad admitted that these verses slipped into the Quran. He thought it was God's angel, the uh, Gabriel who gave them to him. But, um, he admits that he got confused and it was the devil that gave him these verses. And, uh, we call that the satanic verses. I covered this here not too long ago, back when he was attacked. Well, he's recovering, and um, he looks like he'll make it there. But why do they why do they want him dead? Well, because he spoke, he wrote, he revealed something that Islam does not allow to be revealed. He criticized the prophet Muhammad, revealed that he can't be he can't be a perfect uh, prophet. Can't be truly a prophet of God uh, because he certainly got that one wrong about, um, you know, thinking that uh, the devil was was God and taking verses from him and putting it in the Quran, which is still there today. Uh, that's uh, interesting. But the, the fact is, is that Islam works on fear. If you remove fear from the equation, Islam will not stand. It would fold. Very few people would follow it. Many people follow it because of fear. And because of the intimidation, because of the threats and the violence and the bloodshed that comes with the mandates of Islam, people do not have the freedom to freely speak their mind, investigate, criticize, or ask questions about their own religion, their own prophet that bears reasonable questions. Voltaire said this, he lived back in the early 1700s, and he said this, to learn who rules over you, simply find out who you are not allowed to criticize. Some wise words there from Voltaire. To learn who rules over you, simply find out who you're not allowed to criticize. And if you submit to Islam and say, well, 
I'm afraid to say some things about Islam or you choose not to, then what you're doing, you're submitting to someone to rule over you. And if a nation takes that stand, then they're going to give themselves over in submission and become what we, what Islam calls Sharia compliant, compliant to the law of Allah, to be complicit and to not speak. But all that's necessary for the triumph of evil is for good men to do nothing. If good men just choose to be quiet and not speak out and speak up, then you are giving in to evil, and evil will triumph because good men do nothing. Now, I don't have the time to get into it in today's broadcast, but tomorrow when we come back, I'm going to cut into the Danish cartoons. We're going to take a deeper look into that. We're going to look at why the Danish newspaper published these cartoons, what was their whole purpose. The newspaper, Jillens Poston, back in 2005, September 30th, printed these cartoons and put an appeal out to their people. And the purpose of it, I'll just get get into this, and and, uh, but we'll get into more of this uh, tomorrow. The whole purpose of this exercise was to uphold the freedom of speech to say that, listen, we're not going to submit to the bullies. We're not going to let bullies tell us what we can and cannot say. We're a free country. And if we're going to remain a free country, we ought to be able to speak, even if it is offensive in the minds of other people. Now, you remember the attack in Paris, in France, back in 2015 as well, and Charlie Hebdo, the magazine there, Charlie Hebdo took no prisoners. I mean, this magazine had no respect for anything, and they published offensive things in just about every realm of life, political, Christian. Usually Christians were the main target, um, you know, blasphemous things against Christianity, and yet they were never attacked by Christians. You know, Christians didn't stand up and, um, and try to kill them because of what they had done. But they didn't hold back there. They also went after Islam and the prophet Muhammad. And quite frankly, what they published was, um, you know, on a scale of 1 to 10 of rudeness and blasphemous stuff, Charlie Hebdo put out stuff there that would have been probably a 12. <laughs> now, what the... Um, uh, the Danish newspaper put out, the Julian's Posten uh, newspaper, on a scale of 1 to 10 of offense, probably might have scored a 2, a 3, actually. It really wasn't that bombastic or rude or, or whatever. But just simply because they took a public stand to do it, and uh, in some Muslim clerics out there wish to make a big deal of it. And it actually wasn't a big deal in Denmark. They couldn't even get people really riled up there. They had to go to the Middle East and fake and make other things suggesting that, uh, that this is what the, Danish, the Danes had done. Well, the Danes didn't do this. It wasn't published in their, in their uh, uh, newspaper. 
they fabricated stuff. These clerics did. Because what the Danes had put out really wasn't offensive. So they brought things that were offensive and said this is what the Danes had done. And that did electrify the Middle East. And uh, so, you know, we'll, we'll get into that in tomorrow's broadcast. But I need you to realize my goal, my, what I hope that you'll understand here is that, and in in why am I, you know, picking on and dealing with Islam and all that stuff is because I have been, I've been watching this and calculating this and keeping my finger on the pulse on this for decades. And Islam still, even though it's kind of taken a backseat for now, don't believe for a moment that they're not preparing our destruction. They are. And they are um, still ready to pounce. They, they had their opportunity. They thought their opportunity was here when Obama was the president. And we saw more of it during his time. And, and they're waiting they're waiting for another opportunity, and uh, but we need to be prepared. You need to understand the destructive workings of Islam because that will take away our freedom of speech, and they're going into the U.N. with it. I'll talk more about that as well this week. All right, well, we got to close, and again, let me give you our uh, phone number uh, for our fundraising drive here. The number to call is 800-616-0082. Again, that's 800-616-0082. Would you give us a call now and help us reach our goal? God bless you, and join us again tomorrow at the Corner of Truth and Courage.